Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We have been discussing Chapter 8, Aksara Brahma Yoga, Yoga of Imperishable Brahman. As we have seen so far, I will describe that supreme abode. I will indicate that goal which is very much sought after by people who are well-versed in Vedas, Yataksaram Veda Vido Vadanti, Visantiyat Yoho Vitaragaha, Yat Ichanto Brahmacharyam Charanti, Tatte Padam Sangrahena Pravakshaya. I will indicate that goal in brief. Brahmacharya is associated with the four ashramas we have in our culture, which is the first ashrama for life. So lifespan, assuming it's 100 years, divided into four segments of life. Brahmacharya Ashram is the first segment of the life of a student. Then Grihasthashram is the life of a householder. And then Vanaprasthashram, which is the life of a retired person. And then Sanyasthashram is the life of a renunciate. So the life is divided into four segments. First segment is devoted for learning and deciding what is the goal of life. So it's called Brahmacharya. Brahma eva charati saha brahmachari. One who is walking the path of Brahman is Brahmachari. So the Brahmacharya is defined as path of Brahman. In other words, that which leads me to the supreme goal. But because it was associated with Brahmacharya Shram, in our common cultural interpretation, it is interpreted as life of celibacy. Because a brahmachari, the first 25 years of his life, who is basically preparing himself for the other three asramas, is supposed to be refrained from any lust or any sexual desires or sexual activities. So therefore, it is commonly associated with celibacy as a brahmachari. But time and again, our scriptures point out that your goal of life is liberation, moksha from this dukkhalayam. Therefore, in chapter 6, Bhagavan says, Prasantatma vigatabhi brahmachari vrate sthitaha manah samyamya matyattaha yukta asita matparaha. The seeker should have his mind quiet and established in Brahmacharya, established in Brahmachari Vrata, that he is walking the path of Brahman only. In other words, all other pleasures of life become meaningless. For a seeker, all other goals are secondary goals. The primary goal is to achieve Brahman. Such a person is Brahmachari. And he said, how one can attain that? Although Bhagavan had said in that same chapter, verse 16, he said, Na asnataha tu yogo asti. 
न एकांतम असनतः न चवनशील से जागृत नहीं बचुर्जुन दिस योगा ऑफ एस्टैब्लिशिंग वन सेल्फ इन ब्रह्मचर्य इज नॉट पॉसिबल फॉर हिम हु इट्स टू मच नॉर फॉर हिम हु डज नॉट इट एट ऑल नॉर फॉर हिम हु स्लीप्स टू मच नॉर फॉर हिम हु इज ऑलवेज अवेक where does our definition of brahmacharya the life of moderation come from it comes from chapter 6 where bhagwan has defined what is brahmacharya yoga is for whom yoga is possible so we have seen in this chapter the bhagwan said i will tell you that go for which a seeker practices brahmacharya vrat and the novars of veda talk about the supreme goal the vitaragaha the people who are detached from all other desires they enter into that state and then bhagwan has explained how at the time of your antaka the time of your preparation the, the packing times when we are trying to take a journey i have time to prepare myself to pack my things wind up things and then move on antakala how one should prepare at the antakala and how he should be prepared for the departure and then we have seen bhagwan said you must remember that this life is not only life that you have you have lived many many lives before we heard that in chapter 2 and bhagwan reminds here by saying a brahma bhunat lokaha punaravartino arjunaha up to the world of brahma all worlds are susceptible to return in other words you go there with a return ticket when i am only taking a brief journey to some place for a vacation then i buy a return ticket but i know i have to come back here i go there i enjoy that vacation but when my time is over i come back to the same place i started so all the local up to the brahma loka you are bound to return back to where you started so we have seen that at a microcosm when i go to sleep my world is dissolved into nothingness in a deep sleep but the next morning when i wake up the same world comes into being you know i return back to the same world one said any existence in any state of consciousness is bound to return you back to where you started up to the world of brahma see in our vedic and puranic cosmology our universe is viewed as made up of seven lokas bhur bhuvaha swaha manaha janaha tapah and satya satya is the brahma loka so brahma is living in the satya loka you and i are living in bhuh which is mrityu loka you can see this seven lokas are also various level of consciousness rising from tamas to sattva so tamas is pure earth bound existence gayatri mantra om bhur bhuvah swaha the bhur is the mrityulok bhuvah is in between the swarga and mrityulok which is pitrulok and swaha is swargalok but beyond that there are other states of consciousness so i can start from pure tamas earth bound existence to this sattva to pure sattva which is 
the world of Brahma. Brahma is living in the world of pure Sattva and I live in earthbound in the world of pure Thomas, in the material world as we call it. So Bhagavan said, you may arise from one level of existence in Thomas to Rajas and to Sattva, but as long as you are within the realm of Prakriti, no matter which loka you are in, you're bound to come back to the same earthly mortal existence. So, Abrahma Bhavan Loka Punaravartana Arjunaha Mam Upetkidu Kaunteya Punarjanma Navidyade. But once you go beyond this Prakriti, the seven lokas of the existence up to the Brahma is bound by the laws of Prakriti. In our Vedic literature, it's called the world of karma. So I evolve by my own action from one level of existence to the next level of existence, from an amoeba to a human being, from human being to divine being, which is the path of evolution. But even in this path of evolution, always two things exist, pain and pleasure. These experiences of pain and pleasure define my vasanas and my ignorance. And therefore, I keep coming back to this loka. But when I transcend this world of perceptions, then I become established in the supreme goal. But one who establishes himself in the supreme goal, which is beyond this world of perceptions, world of prakriti, there is no rebirth for such a person. And then Bhagavan reminds us how insignificant our life is. Sahastra Yuga Paryantam Brahmano Vido. Ratrim Yuga Sahastranam Tyaha Ratri Vido Janaha. So I'm worried about my one life here right now. But Bhagavan says, imagine that Brahma's day and night is thousand yugas as we have discussed. So that we have calculated the one as one day is 4.3 billion years in my time. And, one, and his night is 4.3 billion years in our calculation. So when I reach to a point to define my existence, I have to define this way, that as long as I am in Brahma's daytime, I'll keep coming back in some form of existence, depending on my vasanas. So Bhagwan gives us this cosmology and the cause and effect relationship, how it works in Prakriti. How this creation comes into being is explained from the Vedic perspective. From that unmanifest, all the manifested come into being at the Agame at the beginning of the day. My world comes into being when I wake up from my sleep. My world is dissolved when I go to sleep. So the last night when I went to sleep, my entire world was collapsed into deep sleep. The world did not exist in my deep sleep. But when I wake up, the same world, not a different world, comes into being. What I was when I went to sleep, I wake up the same person. 
So I went to sleep as an architect. I wake up as an architect. But the architect is a vyakta in me. He is not vyakta. He is still a vyakta. But rest of my world is vyakta right now in my daytime. Ratri agame pralayanti tatra eva vyakta sangnake. At the time of night of Brahmaji, the whole universe dissolve into unmanifest. At the beginning of the Brahmaji's day, the world comes into being. In the Brahmaji's night, the world goes back into dissolution in unmanifest form. Bhuta grama saha evayam bhutva bhutva praliyade. The entire multitude of beings keep coming back in various states of existence, rebirth after rebirth. Praliyate ratri agame and become unmanifest, dissolved into nothingness at the beginning of the night. So now do your own calculation. You have seen Brahmaji one day is 4.3 billion years. All creation continues into birth and rebirth for that individual conditioned consciousness we call Jiva during that entire day of Brahmaji. With 4.3 billion years, an average lifespan, if you consider 100 years, even though we don't live 100 years, you know, 40 million times you take birth during Brahmaji's one day. And then for another 4.3 billion years, you are into unmanifest state. Next morning of Brahmaji, you come back again for next 4.3 billion years. Another 40 million births. So how insignificant our this lifespan is, is something Bhagwan is emphasizing. You should be considering your long-term goal not your short-term goal about this life. This life is nothing but a speck in your overall existence. Bhutagrama, this entire world of beings, including your own self, they will all come back into manifestation at Brahmaji's day. So at Brahmaji's day and night, you can imagine Brahmaji's lifetime, you will be coming and going. All this time Brahmaji wakes up, and Brahmaji goes to sleep. In other words, the world comes into being, the world goes into dissolution. Ratrigame avasaha partha prabhavati aha agame. That world which was dissolved in unmanifest will come back into manifest state helplessly. I will wake up the next morning in the same state of my existence helplessly. Even the last night when I went to sleep, I decided that being an architect is not a good idea. I want to wake up tomorrow as a doctor. Helplessly, I'll wake up with the same knowledge and same baggage that I carry the next morning. I do not have really a choice because my today is made up of all the yesterdays I have. My today cannot be any different than my life up till now. My future will be what I add today in my all yesterdays. So Bhagavan said, Avasahapar Prabhuvati Ahagame. They come into existence helplessly in the same state they left at the time of dissolution. Parahatasmatu Bhavaha Anya Avyaktaha Avyaktat Sanatanaha. 
this unmanifest state when i am not existing as a being but existing as the potentiality in this prakriti is one unmanifest so i am unmanifest in my deep sleep but manifest in my waking world and my dream world at the micro level i also grow from unmanifest to manifest at the macro level prakriti goes into manifest and unmanifest state but that unmanifest is nothing different than the manifest all the potentiality of that manifest is in unmanifest so bhagwan said but beyond this unmanifest which has all the potentiality of the prakriti is another unmanifest yah sa sarveshu bhuteshu natsyatsu na vinashyati when all beings are destroyed at the time of pralaya which is the night of brahma and they are destroyed into unmanifest form this unmanifest does not get destroyed in other words it is something other than this unmanifest and manifest which we have discussed about the beings at the individual level and also at the universal level at the universal level there is a day and night for this universe at the individual i have day and night of my own being but once and there is another unmanifest which is beyond this higher than this beyond the understanding of your perception and your intellectual ideas avyaktah aksharah iti ukta tam ahu paramam gatin which is called the unmanifest and the imperishable that which was indicated is om that which is indicated is aksharah imperishable they say is the highest goal they those wise people say that is the highest goal the goal of your life should be not to go through this life of pains and pleasures because all the lokas right from the mrityu loka to the satya loka they are houses of pain and pleasures but beyond this prakriti that imperishable is beyond pleasures and pains and therefore that should be your supreme goal if your goal is to have infinite happiness and no unhappiness only way you can achieve that is when you transcend this world of prakriti which we call it sansara samsarati that which is constantly changing if i can go beyond this world of change then only i can have that infinite happiness they who reach it never again return yam prapya na nivartate once you go there there is no coming back to this world once that state is achieved and realize that i'm not an individual ego there is no avidya there is no ignorance after that that i am this condition consciousness i am this individual self tad dhamo paramam mama that is my about krishna so here krishna is representing that supreme self that brahman so krishna when seen as brahman that imperishable brahman the pure consciousness is my abode is my own home from a puranic perspective if krishna was the avatar of vishnu then he said the my abode is that abode and puranic called vaikuntha the vaikuntha is beyond brahmaloka 
Brahmaloka is the abode of Brahma and we are all Brahma's children. So we come in in his world and we'll go dissolve into his world. Beyond Brahma is Vaikuntha, which is Vishnu's Loka. And beyond that is Shiva's world, which is Kailasa. And if you look at Krishna's, Krishna's world is called Goloka and Purana. All those are beyond the world of creation and dissolution. The creation only comes from that which exists. Creation cannot be of something completely new out of nothing. So this my world of ideas about my own self creates my own existence from one existence to another. When that identification is broken, Bhagavan said, then only you achieve that supreme state which has no manifest and unmanifest, just unmanifest. We'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo